Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, Episode 6. Today we have a special guest. Will you please introduce yourself? Hey everybody, I'm uh, Charmin XL from Charmin XL Gaming YouTube channel. Okay. So we're going to go over some of the news that has come out of Battlefront. We're going to have an interview with Charmin, and then we're going to go over the best ways to level up in Battlefront. Let's get started. Okay, Charmin, may you please introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is uh, Charmin Xsoft. I'm with Charmin Xsoft Gaming YouTube channel. You can find me on uh, YouTube at youtube.com slash Charmin How did you first become acquainted to Star Wars? Oh, man, Star Wars, I got into that when I was a really young kid. I mean, probably five or six years old watching it on the old VHS tapes and whatnot. <laughs> we still have uh, our VHS tapes. Oh yeah, I do too. I got the the like the original release of it on VHS, and then I got like the new remasters, and then like the one last time remasters. That's like, it's crazy. I have a whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just now got the DVDs. We've actually been just watching the VCRs right now. Oh okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But our VCR is a 13 inch screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got one of those old CRT built in VHS. Oh, yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, yes. Hey, as long as you're watching the movies, that's all that matters, right? Yep. Yeah. We actually just did a Star Wars marathon. Oh, yeah. For the new Force Awakens, walking yeah. up to it? Yes. I'm so excited for that movie. Oh. Have you guys not seen it yet? No, we're going to see it oh. around January No spoilers. 3rd. Yeah. No spoilers, it's so amazing. I was actually talking to a friend yesterday, and he said he likes the new one better than all of the other ones no uh, i don't know about that i mean i kind of i still very partial to four five and six but the, you know the new yeah. one is really good i will say that the new one is really good but which is your favorite star wars movie oh man that's that's a big thing that everybody always discusses when it comes to the originals are you a jedi man or are you an empire man and personally i think i like return of the jedi better now i do love the hoth scene on Empire Strikes Back. I really do. I love the Hoth scene, absolutely. But when it comes to, say, like Jabba, the Rancor, you know, everything to do with Return of the Jedi, Ewoks, Endor, I mean, it's just, it, I think it kind of goes that extra mile, that extra step. So I'd have to say Return of the Jedi for me. Uh, that's exactly the same thing for me, too. I just love yeah. the Hoth scene. Oh, yeah. Hoth is really good. I've actually got an Empire Strikes Back shirt on right now. <laughs> So, when did you first think about starting a YouTube channel? Oh, I started YouTube uh, roughly, actually, almost about a year ago. I think January 18th would be my one-year mark. Uh, I had a, I had the channel, actually, earlier than that. I was doing videos on Xbox One when it first came out, just on the Xbox Upload app. And a lot of my friends didn't have Xbox Ones, and they just wanted to see what I was doing over there. So I made a little YouTube channel, threw some videos up there, but it wasn't like I was actually doing YouTube. It was just for them to go ahead and see because they didn't have an Xbox One or the Upload app, so I never really did nothing with it. Uh, eventually, I was making a lot more videos on Upload, and it became what they called a featured creator, and Xbox was liking the videos that I made on Upload, and they would constantly, considerably feature them, and uh, I kind of just kind of kept making videos on Upload on Xbox. And then eventually, that kind of went away. They went into this whole trending thing. Upload eventually shut down. So I decided to move over to YouTube with some help of uh, some good friends of mine, Eric's 269, Crypto9095, all good YouTubers. If you guys know these guys, you guys should go ahead and check them out. But, you know, they do games like Destiny and GTA and stuff like that. But these guys encouraged me to kind of make that move over to 
YouTube, and that's what I've did, and I've been actually, you know, consistently making videos on YouTube for about a good year now, almost a year. Wow, that's that's awesome how you actually got featured by Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a bunch of us, actually. Uh, we, had, we ended up getting this group, probably about a good hundred or so people would pretty much co consistently featured throughout the days and weeks and whatnot like that, and then we'd get more people as they found different videos of different potential people that makes for really good videos and they kind of featured more and more and it was it was really good it was a really good thing so uh, i've actually been wondering this what's the logic behind your youtube name oh wow that is a funny story actually uh and believe it or not the uh, charmin toilet paper company follows me on twitter after this was explained <laughs> one time on twitter but um the whole theory here was that I had an old Xbox account uh, before I joined the Army. And then and after I got out of the Army, I was like, okay, now i got time to play Xbox again, so let me go get a new Xbox. So I got in a 360, and I couldn't remember the, the password, the gamer tag, all that good stuff. So I decided to make a brand-new account. And I didn't want to be, like, Super Ninja Man 8742, mm -hmm. backwards slash, upside down, crossword, you know, whatever, all those crazy symbols and numbers just to make a name. I didn't want to do that because I figured if I called into Microsoft, I had any kind of issues that – you know, I'd have to spell this stuff out all the time because it doesn't make any sense. So I couldn't think of a name. I kept getting shot down every single time I put in a name. And uh, the wife came home with the groceries, and I pretty much just went ahead and said, you know what, I'm going to pull out two things from this bag, and one of these things is going to be my gamer tag. And uh, I ended up pulling out a thing of snack pack pudding cups and some Charmin <laughs> toilet paper. So eventually I just looked at it as like, okay, Charmin Ultra Soft, let me just change the name to Extra, copyright reasons in case anything ever happens. Change it to Extra, couldn't fit Extra with the whole character spacing, so I just changed it to EX for Extra. So it's all just Charmin X Soft, and that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Before we get to the main discussion, I have some questions for you. What's your favorite blaster in Star Wars Battlefront? Oh man, I gotta say the EE three. I love the EE three. Uh, I went with the E uh, the E eleven for like the longest time, and then when I got that EE three, that whole burst fire, it just I don't know. I just it, I love it in every way. It just performs, you know, it outmatches a lot of times. Uh, I just I think it's great at all ranges. It's extremely versatile. So hands down for me, it's the EE three. Okay. Do you think the DL forty four should be nerfed? No, I don't really have a problem with it. I know some people that actually play with it. I don't really play with it myself. Every once in a blue moon, I might throw it on. But I really don't have a problem with, you know, people two-shotting you with a DL-44. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think that they are at a disadvantage because there's a lot of damage drop-off on that weapon outside, say, that 20-meter range. And, uh, you know, they have so they have to kind of get kind of close to you with that thing. You know what I mean? So it, with me saying a person is using, say, you know, the EE-3, I can go ahead and just take them out at longer ranges as they're trying to even approach on me, so it doesn't really bother me. And, you know, it's whatever. I mean, it's a game. You know, you got to play it and you play it. But it, it, the more people, I think, complain a little bit about it, then that just encourages more nerfing. And I think too much nerfing for any game is not good, in my opinion. I think people just need to just kind of relax a little bit and just play the game. I mean, if you have a problem with, say, somebody using the DL-44, you think that they're killing you too much, and you think it's overpowered, then go ahead and use it. There's nothing wrong with that. The weapon's there. Use it. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite star card hand? Ooh, wow. Favorite star card hand? It's a tough one. I, I change up so much, but, I mean, probably the most OP class setup in the game is by far one of the coolest and most fun. The whole uh, aspect using bodyguard, the jump pack, and the bowcaster is just awesome. Along with a personal shield, personally, is my opinion. Personal shield just help keep you alive so you can get to tier three and just keep bouncing around inside these crowds with that bowcaster. But um, okay. if you are a person that wants to use a scan pulse, then that's fun to go ahead and do that. It'll definitely help you mark out your targets on your jumps. 
but I think the personal shield just keep you alive a little bit longer trying to get to tier three. So that's why I like to use that personal shield. Um, my hand on droid run is personal shield, bowcaster, and a jump pack. Oh yeah, for droid run you definitely need to use that personal shield in my opinion for sure. Yes. Um, do you prefer first person or third person? I prefer. It really depends on the weapon, but honestly, for the most part, I prefer first. Now, that's another thing that's a topic of discussion, I guess you want to say. A lot of people, believe it or not, will comment on my YouTube channel and try to tell me how garbage I am because I use first person or something like that. And there is no actual added benefit. DICE has come out and actually said this, that there is no added like stat bonus to using first over third, nothing like that. They both perform exactly the same. The only benefit that you have between first and third is a wider field of view. So you're going to be able to see a little bit more to your left and right around these corners. You know, you can kind of peek around the corners and all that kind of stuff. But for me, when it comes to, you know, your standard blasters, like your assault rifle type stuff, I feel so much better in first person. I perform better in first person. But when I use things like, say, the T21 or the uh, DLT-19, those ones there, I perform better in third. So it all depends on the weapon. But for the most part, I am a first person guy, yes. I, I like to switch between them. So some maps I do third person, some maps I do first person. Yes. It's all just about how it feels to you. There's no real, it's like a big myth. People think that if you are See playing more. at first, you're at a huge disadvantage. You're really not. If it feels comfortable for you, roll with it. Yeah, it's like playing in Minecraft with third person. You aren't that much better at it. Yeah. <laughs> you're usually worse. Yeah. I don't think anyone plays Minecraft in third person, though. No, no. So how do you feel about the No Force Awakens DLC? I am still um, hoping that it is like a computer-generated response. Okay. I will say, like, you know, the whole thing came out on Twitter. It's not like they made an official post, you know. Yeah. They said that they're going to be focusing on the original trilogy for this installment of the game. And it was actually kind of funny because I had a subscriber of mine on Twitter actually messaged me the other night and showed me something that happened like say 36 minutes ago from him that he had messaged me yesterday and it was literally the same question you know is there going to be force awakens dlc and their response is that we have nothing to comment on this at the time so it's like at one hand they say original trilogy on the other hand they say we have nothing to comment so if it was original trilogy why are you not commenting that it is a original trilogy on this post too you know what i'm saying so is it a computer generated response i don't know could they be focusing just on the original trilogy? Maybe. They said that originally when the game was first coming out, but again, you know, they did do Sullust, and which some of my subscribers have corrected me on this. Yes, there is a Sullust mention on uh, Return of the Jedi, so it is possible for Sullust to be there because it is in that timeline, but they didn't really show Sullust in the movie, so it's not doesn't really play that big a role. But Jakku, for example, was never in the original trilogy, so it really blows my mind that they say they're focusing on the original trilogy when they've already brought Jakku into the game. So... I I really hope that they bring Force Awaken, but I'm not going to be upset if they don't, because I think the game will still be good regardless, but I really want them to bring it. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that's a really good point that you made, that Jakku isn't original trilogy. No, not at all. It's so actually after... not even original or new trilogy. Well, it's... In between. Yes. Yeah, I guess you could, yeah, but you can put it that. Battle of Jakku took place, like, one year after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So... I, I'm just worried that if they do just stick with the original trilogy, the bad guy side is going to have too many bounty hunters. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are naming a lot of bounty hunters and whatnot. 
to think would go for the original trilogy, and honestly, they would fit the part. But I just think that because you know some of these bounty hunters did not play such a huge role, that it's going to be kind of weird, you know what I'm saying, to put them in there. I don't think it's going to feel right. I guess you want to say so. Yeah. Yeah. I just really wish they would make some sort of announcement and tell us exactly what they're doing, and not just like a little Twitter post, like an official announcement. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, the companies have become so secretive, right? And now oh yes yes they're starting to take a lot of the apple side of things where they don't release anything mm -hmm. it's kind of annoying especially when they say things that contradict themselves oh yes you never know what to believe and that's why yeah. you start thinking that you know it could be a computer generated response yeah and when you do start doing the computer generated you're gonna start your fans are gonna feel cut off from the company yes have you bought the dlc pack Yes. Oh, yeah. I invested in the uh, the season pass right away when the game first came out. I was I knew that this was something that I was going to be pursuing for my YouTube channel, and I said it's going to definitely be worth the investment. And like I said, if they do do just solely original trilogy, uh, from what the game is right now, you know I do love the game, so I have faith that they could go ahead and still make it work. I just would be a little bit on the disappointed side if they didn't bring in say some new Force Awakens stuff for sure. Yeah. I, I hope they release a Death Star map. Oh, Death Star would be so cool. See, and going back to what I was saying about these computer-generated responses, you know, there was actually another guy who tweeted me something that he had tweeted to uh, EA Star Wars on Twitter, and it had said, like, is there going to be space battles? You know what I'm saying? And they said that they're going to – they want to – I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but it was something along the lines of folk, they want to be able to focus on air combat up above the planets and stuff like that, which basically is suggesting that there's supposed to be some sort of space battles. But they had already said that there isn't, so it's like, what the heck is going on with these tweets? It's like no one knows what to believe. It could just be even possible redirection on every front that they're just throwing this stuff out there so you could just stay completely secretive like you were saying, like Apple, you know what I'm saying? Just n nothing's coming out. So I would say this one, no matter what you've heard about any of the new DLC stuff so far, it's all speculation. Nothing's confirmed. So yeah. If you were in charge of Battlefront, what maps would you add? Ooh, that all depends on which way we're going with it. But I would definitely like to see uh, Geonosis would be awesome if you were going to go, say, Clone Wars side. Uh, I definitely would really want to see Gungan City as well. You know, with the I'm telling you, if you play something like Droid Run or Blast or something like that, Gungan City obviously would be a smaller map. But just think about like the Koopa fish and whatnot, just swimming around outside the class and whatnot while you're going ahead and just fighting and everything. Uh, you know, Feed City would be awesome. Inside Castle Feed, that would be awesome as well. You know, just Naboo in general. Um, Mustafar would be awesome. Dagobah would be cool. I mean, there's a lot that you can go ahead and do, but I think that would be only if you actually really branch out a little bit. But, um, yeah, I really also think that the, when it comes to these maps, I want to see more levolution when it comes to this kind of stuff like they did in Battlefield 4, for example. They brought it really hard where they just kind of dropped that skyscraper. And with the Jakku DLC that we have right now, you know, there is that super Star Destroyer that falls, but it's in the background. Like, if you're on the Rebel side, you have to literally turn around from where you spawn just to see it falling, and the Imperials will actually see it you know, in front of their faces, but it's like it's not in the playing field. It's, you can't go to it. You can't, you know, climb it. It doesn't interfere with the field, any of that kind of stuff. That's kind of literally the way I would want to see them go and grow in this game for sure is to bring some more levolution on some of these new planets and things of that nature. Yeah, it was very deceiving with the trailer. Oh, yeah. 
I would really like to be able to actually go into that where the rebels are actually going into the de- the star destroyer. Oh yeah, and then have it exploding around you. That would yes. be pretty fun. Oh yes. Speaking of the Battle of Jakku, what do you think of it? Oh, I think it's good. I love the map. I love the game mode turning point. I think it's really cool. I think it's it's kind of open. I will say that one. Um, you know, a lot of people like to use those homing shots and whatnot, but I think that they're, you know, they're they're pretty easy to get away from. I don't really use a homing shot myself, but on that map, you're gonna find a lot of people using them because they're so open. So my suggestion is to go ahead and get behind cover anytime you hear that little thing beep and just duck and get behind something and you should be fine for the most part but all in all i mean i love the map i love the game mode uh players themselves i think need to be a little bit more aggressive when you are on that rebel side you need to make sure that you are capturing those points because if you sit back and you just want to snipe everything and you're not getting in there trying to capture these points and helping your team out you're going to lose automatically because you have to go the whole distance you have to go to that very last point and capture that very last point in order to win the game so definitely make sure you are pushing these points because you have to do it when you're playing this game mode or else you're going to lose automatically if you don't get that last point. Yes. The homing shot is very annoying because sometimes you think it's a turret, but then you just explode. Yeah, yeah that's true. I'm like, w- w- where's that noise coming from? Is that a turret or... No- oh, I just died. Okay. <laughs> One time someone threw a thermal detonator and I was waiting for it to explode and then out of nowhere I explode and it was a homing shot. <laughs> yeah. My jump pack wasn't loaded, so I couldn't get away from it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. That's it for this episode, but you can listen to episode two one day after this episode is released. You can follow us on Twitter at TieDieSheepYT, or you can follow Charmin ExtraSoft. It is at CharminExtraSoft. You can subscribe to Charmin at youtube.com slash Charmin Extrasoft. That is Charmin EX Soft. It'd be awesome if you would subscribe to us on iTunes and review us. It helps us out great. Goodbye. You can subscribe to Charmin at charminextrasoftgaming.youtube.com. <laughs> no, three, two, one.